Hey guys, so welcome to my brand new podcast. Now I am totally winging this, um, but you will soon learn that that's how I just do life full stop. So uh, welcome to Be Right Back. I'm just getting my shit together. Now I want this podcast to be relatable, to be honest, and just like we're having sat having a chat really, except I'm just sat here chatting to myself. Um, But I want to share my journey with you. One, I'm still on in terms of transforming my mind and my body and my life and just generally getting my shit together in all areas of my life. Now, if you're a busy mum, then you're probably going to relate to a lot of my stories. Um, If you're constantly trying to do life, to juggle trying to make yourself a priority, but always finding that it's going tits up, then you're definitely in the right place. Uh, I have been finding ways through over the last 20 years, more so in the last sort of 10 years, I would say, but um, predominantly the last three years. So ways to lose weight, ways to work on my mindset, um, to get my life together. But it's always a work in progress. And honestly, it's never going to look perfect. Now, I am totally not about being perfect. It's just about making progress with really small steps and sometimes we fall off track and we have to get back on and and that's okay. Uh, I have a major passion for all things wellness but I also do know firsthand how hard it is to make time for ourselves as busy mums. So I'm here to share my stories, my journey with you as it's happening now and uh, hopefully you will take a few things away from what I say that might be able to help you along the way. So For newbies around here, my name is Michelle. I'm 42 as I'm recording this podcast and I've got four children. They're currently 21, 18, 11 and 10 and life is always busy. There's always something to do. There's always someone requiring something of me and um, but I always felt like there was more to life, um, that there was something more out there, you know, like a different way of doing life. And um, as I was popping down some notes for this podcast, I sat and worked at how many jobs I'd had. And by the time I was 19, I'd actually had nine jobs. I just couldn't settle. I couldn't find anything that really like just hit that spot. I tried tons of different things. Um, I was an office junior when I left school um, and pretty much spent my days just shredding on hideous money. Um, I tried hairdressing or being a a junior. One minute I wanted to be a solicitor, then the next minute I wanted to be a hairdresser. I worked in hotels. I was a bar manager. I actually did a qualification to have my own pub. Never did anything with that in the end. Um, I worked in reservations. I was a waitress. But actually, all I've really wanted from quite a young age was to be a mum and to be at home raising my family. So at 19, I'd very quickly fallen in love within about six weeks of meeting. We were actually engaged. Um, And then I think it was, so that was the April. And then in the October, November time, we actually moved into our first house and bought, bought, I bought my first house. And then it felt right to add a baby into the mix as well. So got pretty uh, got pregnant pretty quickly so um yeah by the time i was t- just about to turn 21 and i had a 9 month old and i was just getting married so um but after i had my first baby i was hit, actually hit with the most horrendous panic attacks and although i didn't know what they were at the time i had no idea what i was feeling and what i was experiencing 
um and that's a that's a a whole nother episode the anxiety and the panic attack and the journey that i've been on um i will record a separate episode for that but basically that led me onto the path of natural alternatives and that was 22 years ago now nearly and over the years my passion for natural wellness has just grown and grown and grown um, but like i said i'm not going to touch on that now i'll go into that um in a in another episode but Fast forward from there, eight years and another baby later, I actually decided to leave my husband. So it was a really scary time because I came, I became a mum, a single mum with two young children uh, who I was financially responsible for. Um, and I always thought that nothing would ever top that being the most difficult time in my life. But little did I know, here I am and loads of experiences and challenges later but it was it was a really emotionally draining time and just not a very nice experience and a not very nice time to go through it was one of the hardest decisions honestly that i've ever made because i wasn't just making the decision for me but i was making the decision for two children as well and it was made harder because there was nothing bad in that relationship, but my gut just knew it wasn't where my future was. So I'll always stand by that decision. And to this day, I know it was the best decision that I made for me and the children. Um, but at the time I had a part-time uh, job as an accounts manager and I was juggling life as a single mum. And later on, I remarried. And after we got married, I was really twitchy. Now, whenever I say I've been thinking, we all know that it tends to lead to a head in the hands <laughs> type of scenario. Oh, my God, what are you thinking? Um, but I'd spent and put all this time and energy into planning a wedding. And I was still working part time. But the kids, the two little ones were both at school and they were getting a bit older. And I just, again, I was just in that position where I couldn't settle. Um, I was working part-time as an accounts manager and I enjoyed my job, but I just wanted a bit more. And I was, I was sort of feeling like, do I go to uni now and do I become an accountant? It was either that train of thought, but I actually decided randomly to do something completely different um, because I was always busy, but I was bored at the same time. So I just decided that I needed that new challenge. So I decided to actually retrain or alongside my part-time job as a nail technician. And then my mum was also a beauty therapist or a holistic therapist at the time and had a little cabin in her garden. So I started working from there, just doing a couple of sets of nails here and there. And within about six months, mum and I decided that it would be a good idea to buy a beauty salon that was on the high street. Now, we between us invested a lot of money into this and then I'll never forget the day just we just sort of signed a load of contracts and everything was sort of moving forward and we had a takeover day I think it was like the first of November and we were told that the therapist the employee that came with the salon was actually the, the day before we were taking over was going on a three-week holiday so we were buying this beauty salon but we actually had clients booked in but no therapist to do it and bearing in mind at the time I was only trained as a nail technician and my mum was a holistic therapist, so there's actually no one going to be there to cover these appointments to do anything like waxing, spray tans, nails, like eyebrow shapes, all of those things. So I basically had to fast track um, at a private college to train in a ton of beauty treatments while the sale of the salon was going through. 
and basically the day we opened um and from that point on for the next sort of three or four months all the clients that came in were pretty much my guinea pigs i would say it was pretty comical when i look back now like i had i got wax stuck in all sorts of places i had nails i couldn't get off i had clients there after hours because i was trying to put nails right um but it was an all experience it was all an experience and you know it's got me to where i am today although i wouldn't want to i wouldn't you couldn't pay me to go back there um but anyway just after a month after this massive investment like we bought this salon as a going concern. We paid, um, I'm sure mum won't mind me saying, but we paid £50,000. So mum um, and dad invested their half of the money and I took a large business loan over, t- I think it, I'm pretty sure it was 10 years. Um, it, was gonna, it was costing me personally about £300 a month. So anyway, just after this massive investment, also having invested massively into completely training as a beauty therapist pretty much, I found out, so we bought the salon on the first, it completed on the 1st of November, and then on Christmas Day, so six weeks later, I found out that I was pregnant with number three. And bearing in mind, we'd only had the salon for six weeks, um, let's just say that that didn't go down too well with mother at the time. (laughs) So, and actually, we then, from in the January, we then moved in with mum, mum and dad um just for a couple of weeks we ended up staying there the whole nine months so I was working part-time still with my dad as an accounts manager one day a week I was working in the salon three days a week I was living with we were living with mum and dad with the other two kids and I was pregnant like that (laughs) that was a tough nine months like there was quite a few tears um yeah it, it was a tough time Anyway, when number three was about three months old, I just remember like she was just sat in a car seat in a salon while I was filling in for staff and doing nails because there was no one to cover. And I was juggling a baby that screamed all day and all night. Literally, I remember just sitting like I can picture it now, just sitting and rocking in the corner some days just uh, with despair because I'd had two children before, whereas obviously... It was my husband's first at the time and I knew that there was something not right but no one would help us and I didn't know what it was but I knew that there was something not right and I just remember just just wanting someone to just help me and explain what was going on and we've only recently found out in the last sort of two years um, now that she's under a paediatrician um, and she had an undiagnosed milk allergy so i was trying i was juggling this screaming baby all day and all night with trying to run a business and then then i started to feel a bit unwell and bearing in mind number three was about eight months old i was still running this business i was still i set the salon i was still working part-time one day a week i had a six and a ten year old uh, yeah seven and a ten year old that i was doing school runs for I wasn't sleeping, I just thought I was knackered, I was falling asleep in all sorts of random times, just didn't think anything of it because I had that baby that didn't sleep. Nope, I was bloody pregnant. <laughs> so so number three was eight months old, we'd bought the salon like, in, the, in the November, had number three in the September and then eight months later I found out I was pregnant again and I wasn't just a little bit pregnant like I was I was nine weeks pregnant nearly ten weeks so and I remember like having to like 
spend spending the night leaning over the cot like seven eight months pregnant like trying to soothe this screaming baby who is still going through obviously in so much pain and then having to go to the salon and work like on three hours sleep it was literally like like being a mum and being a parent and being pregnant with a business and a job and another baby like it's just literally like a slow form of torture so the next five years were just a bit of a blur really life was basically about making it through the days getting the older two who were 11 and 8 by that point all the schools and the clubs feeding two babies on the go like having a double buggy get like trips in anything that involved getting in and out of the car with four kids was just horrendous pretty much it was all dependent on me um everything stopped with me like the little two were 15 months apart and I was working every Saturday in the salon because obviously my weekdays were limited. So I was working a Saturday and a Wednesday in the salon and then doing like, a lot of the paperwork and stuff from home. And I remember one year, like towards the end of the little two um, before they went to school, at one point I had four children at four different schools. I had a play school drop. I had a primary school drop. I had a juniors drop and I had a secondary drop. That year was just hideous. Like I'd be sat in the car later on in the day and think like, I had eight to 12 school drop, drop-offs drop or pickups a day some days. Like, no one really gets it unless you're in it. Like, no one can relate to you unless you're in it. Like, and if you do have any time, you honestly, you just sit there and you just kind of brain dead and you just sit there in silence if you do have any time on your own. So, and in the evenings, you're torn between having an evening and staying up to have some alone time or just going to bed and just sleeping and catching up on sleep so you know those four or five years were a real blur we bought the salon in 2009 um and obviously I was still working like one day a week for a little bit of that and then in 2012 I actually found network marketing I think number four was about eight months old um number three was two and then probably 12 and nine so and I was with that company for about six years um and it wasn't right for me like again that's a whole nother episode and that's actually how I came across social media in 2015 but again another episode but basically what it did was it massively opened my eyes to the possibilities and for the first time I realized that I didn't have to follow the traditional path of life and that there were other ways and it made me realize what I didn't want and I didn't want to be working every weekend. I didn't want to be tied to a high street business. I didn't want to be tied to, you know, I wanted to be able to be spontaneous and just go away for the weekend. Not that that's particularly easy when you've got four young children, but, you know, it. I didn't want to be tied. I didn't want to be, like, dependent on people making appointments. I didn't want to be dependent on only earning an income if I was exchanging my time for money and I had a client and not earning otherwise so I'm also not sure that the working relationship between my mum and I could take much more like she's amazing but we are very different so basically um I had spent nine years paying this massive business loan each month and barely earning an income from the salon because although the business was a success if you like there wasn't a huge amount of surplus money and we had to pay staff because I couldn't when we first took on the salon obviously I was going to work in the salon like four four days a week and because I had two children at school and it was it was the plan was there but then I had two babies and I just couldn't literally do it without having to rely on family members and my mum was working in the salon so that you know that wasn't an option so um 
we had we had to employ staff and obviously any income was you know had to pay them first so I certainly had no consistent income and business is unpredictable and over the over the eight or nine years or nine years that we had the salon with no consistent income with having um obviously an extra two mouths to feed nappies to pay for milk to pay for um and i had to give up my part-time job and there was no consistent income from the salon i was still paying this massive business loan every month as well that led us into a large amount of debt and something had to give like it was getting to the point where i couldn't cope mentally with like i just i just it was all getting too much it was all getting overwhelming i gained five stone in weight i was I didn't want to get out of bed in the mornings. I was miserable. I'm pretty sure I was, I had got to the point where I was probably depressed, but I didn't want to admit it. I sort of felt like it was circumstantial. I, you know, I, I know that obviously a lot of people suffer with depression and I have been there before, but the, the couple of times that I have suffered, it has been circumstantial. So I knew I had to make a change. You know, I was, I would go into the salon and I would every lunchtime, or every afternoon I would nip to Tesco's and I would be consuming like two cheese twists and a family pack of Walker sensations in between clients while I was working at the salon because for me it was an escape and I think I think food became the only thing that I look forward to um, because everything else was just too much like it was my reward it was my treat it was the way to emotionally switch off it was the way to console myself when things were too much it was my way to relax to celebrate um but then i became so miserable that i was so overweight and i was making no money we were climbing deeper into debt the house was un- unorganized and just bloody chaos and i just felt like nothing i was doing i was doing properly like i felt like i was a business owner and i had this side business and i was a mum and i was a housewife but actually none of those were working I wasn't successful at any of them I was just getting by and I was just like playing around with each area and I just couldn't do anything properly and it all just got too much it got to the point where you know we I didn't want to I didn't want to have to do anything involved with getting dressed my back was in so much pain because I've got a back problem anyway and obviously I'd put on so much weight that was just making everything 10 times worse everything I did was painful um like my weight and my health the the spiral downwards it just it affected every area of my life it affected relationships it affected the decisions that I made it affected how I live my life my energy levels how I showed up as a mum like everything so in 2018 we actually decided to move the salon back to my mum's garden cabin which is obviously where we first originally started with the member of staff who was extremely loyal and we changed the dynamics of the business and I took a back seat and for me mentally that was the first step the relief of not having that weighing over me was just huge and then that slowly made room for some next decisions and the next step was to make some decisions and I took the decision to leave my network marketing company at the time you know I was waking up in the morning I was stuck in this cycle this network marketing cycle and it was costing me money um and 
you know that's not to say that I'm against network marketing like I'm not I totally think it's incredible and I've and I've since found another company that I sort of have in the background but I didn't want to get up and face the day and I'm pretty sure again I was I was still depressed at that point and I think it was circumstantial but then that was the next step for me so I started working with another company and I was much more aligned and it was in the well-being industry and I thought you know what I'm gonna like I'm not gonna I don't want to go too much into the network marketing side of it but I'd always been told like business like there was always this battle in my head that business had to come first but actually business was coming first and then I had no time for myself and that had a knock-on effect because I was miserable I was down I didn't have the energy I didn't have the headspace so I decided then in April 2018 that I, I made the decision to start working on myself and that that was going to be my focus and everything else was just going to have to slot in because I didn't want to carry on the way I was so over the last four years, I can't believe it's been four years. It feels like it's only been two. But I've basically been on that journey um, of well-being and wellness and and improving my health. And in so it took me about two years and it was a slower journey. And I've always done quick fixes before. I've always looked for an overnight success in terms of business, health, weight. And I didn't want that anymore. Like I wanted something that I could maintain and you know I'm not where I want to be yet but I have lost four and a half stone but I'm happy with where I am and I'm happy that I've been able to maintain and I know that the the rest of the weight will you know I will get there um but I'm sort of enjoying the journey now and just experimenting and trying new recipes and different ways of doing things and helping others do the same and like it's basically I have this new lifestyle I have these new habits and it's not a fad so it is completely sustainable and again that's for another episode but alongside that I've also changed my work around and I'm exploring new ideas all the time my life is less chaotic like well in some ways it is and in some ways it isn't like you literally couldn't write my days sometimes um I do spend a lot of my days in reaction mode to children and schools and other entities and family and you know but at the same time I love having that flexibility like I'm going to go more into this in another episode as well but you know and I'm still not earning the income that I'd like to but it is a work in progress and I have days now where more often than not my days I feel accomplished and I am generally so much happier and so much healthier and you know what I want to say to you that like listening to this is my my life is still far from perfect actually my life has taken a massive different turn over the last 18 months and there's been plenty of challenges and things that I've had to work through and days where I'm not sure if it was going to get any easier and I've questioned so much so much of myself and my life and my decisions but honestly I'm a big believer that even though things happen to us that can be pretty horrendous and really negative and we can't see a way out sometimes we just can't see that way out but sometimes things also happen for a reason and there are generally some positives that we can take from it and sometimes it can put us on a completely different path that feels really uncomfortable to start with but maybe it's a different path that we never ever would have been brave enough to have taken so I want you to know that if you think that someone has their shit together constantly and you don't and you're entering that comparison game in your head generally from social media that their life isn't perfect 
and it's no different to you we've all got different challenges we've all got different pulls on our time and we've all got different things that are holding us back or limiting beliefs and things we want to achieve but just stop striving for the perfection and just focus on taking some small steps to help you work towards what you want to achieve and it might be that you don't know what you want to achieve so if you can just take a little bit of time out to work out what you want because life guys is so bloody short like you don't but you don't have to have it all figured out that's the main thing like just make mistakes go out there and fail forward be perfectly imperfect and just enjoy the journey like so that's my first episode like i just wanted to do a little bit of introduction on me and my background and what you can expect so you know we're going to go into all things um sharing my journey with you and stories along the way and things that i've done to help me and I just want to say thank you for listening. I'm going to be back next Wednesday with episode two. And also, guys, if you've enjoyed this episode, then share the link, share the episode because it helps other people to find me. So that's that's it, guys. I'll speak to you next week.